0: Thank you so much. Good afternoon, Vivian. Hey, Sean. How's it going? I'm good, man. Where are you located right now? It's still morning here. I'm in California. Oh, it's still morning. Oh Well, good morning then. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, first off, I want to ask you with the uh, the Hodgkin's lymphoma, how's everything going? Are you done treatments? Are you still uh, in the process?
1: Um, I'm still in the process, yeah. You know, it's <clears throat> it's an ongoing thing for a while, but it's all good. Nothing Nothing I'm concerned about, you know, just a, a process to get through.
0: Awesome, man. That's good to hear. And uh, it's amazing that uh, through all of that, you continued to tour. Yeah, well,
1: actually, <laughs> that, that I found that that helped me a lot through the, the worst of doing the, the chemo, you know. It, was, it, it didn't affect me too badly physically, you know. I had bad mm-hmm. days, and some sessions were worse than others. But for the most part, I was... You know, within a few days I was able to function. So, I actually enjoyed being able to continue my work. I mean, it gave me something to to look forward to, you know, mm-hmm. other than hospital <laughs> visits. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, aside from doing some shows with Leopard, I also went out with um, the original Deal band, which I reunited last year, and we went out under the the name of Last in Line. We did some shows in Europe and stuff. So that
0: was. That was a lot of fun. That was awesome, man. I was just checking out your Facebook page. I saw you're, you're doing some rehearsing with those guys right now.
1: We're actually recording. Actually, as soon as I get off the phone here, I'm, I'm heading to the studio today. Today is the first of four days in the studio with we'll last in line to cut some new songs.
0: Nice, man. Now, i got to ask you, I, with that, I know you toured in Europe and stuff. Did you do any U.S. dates, and is there any plans for some U.S. dates? Um,
1: we did a, a handful of regional shows here on the West Coast, like around Southern California and one in Las Vegas. We will be doing more, but, but our focus this year with Last in Line is to get some new music written and recorded. We've done the writing part, and now we've got to get into the recording. Um, obviously, it's going to be a very busy year with Def Leppard with the summer tour coming up with KISS. We have 42 shows starting in starting June 23rd with that, so I'm going to be pretty busy with that. And on top of that, we're also doing a new Def Leppard record for the first time in many years, so kind of, kind of a busy year with <laughs> Leppard. Um, I don't think I'll be doing any last in line shows till 2015
0: I would think okay well of course Def Leppard Kiss Tour co-headlining you're going to be here at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City on August 2nd and uh, I'm a huge Def Leppard fan I've been a fan since I was seven I've seen you 30 sometimes and uh but I've never seen you at Boardwalk Hall I don't think the band's ever played there so we're looking forward to it what are you looking forward to the the Kiss Def Leppard Tour you got this co-headlining thing two monster bands what do you think it's going to be like all summer long
1: it should be um, it should be quite entertaining. I mean, you know, you can say what you like about Kiss, but they put on a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. It it will be uh, definitely value for money. You know, with with uh, two great bands putting on high energy shows. I mean, Leopard's show has always been. Very, very high energy, but I think compared to Kiss, it's a whole different thing. So, you know, but then again, <clears throat> I, I think it's probably fair to say that Leopard has a, a bigger catalog of genuine hit songs. So, you know, I, um, I guess that we'll be focusing on that. I've never seen Kiss live, personally. I mean, I've seen video of their live performances, mm-hmm. so, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. I'm also looking forward to getting to bed early because we we're on first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're getting old when.
0: Yeah. Nice, man. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. Uh, backstage at a Def Leppard show now, like before pre-show or after show, what what is it like now that obviously you guys are getting older?
1: Well, it, it's always been pretty mellow. I mean, I've been with the band for 22 years. I am the new guy. Um, <laughs> and even 22 years ago, it, it was all pretty low-key. I gotta say, you know, I I, um, I think the zenith of all the bad boy behavior was in the 80s, obviously, yeah. you know, just uh, right before I joined the band. But time I Joined everyone was married, Mm -hmm. at least for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, it was all pretty low key. And and Phil had stopped drinking at that stage, and still to this day, you know, he's teetotal and a bit of a health freak. So, I mean, backstage at a Leopard Show, you're likely to see Phil kickboxing. Rick meditating. It's, like, it's all pretty low-key. Joe doing vocal exercises, me playing guitar, you know. And then okay. afterwards, it's quite civilized with a nice bottle of red wine. You know, it's it's uh, certainly not sex, drugs, and rock and roll. You know, we've got the rock and roll part. We've had the sex part. A few of the guys experimented with the drug part.
0: You know, you were talking about being the new guy 22 years. Yesterday was the anniversary of the Freddie Mercury tribute concert. Which so was,
1: I believe yes, that yeah. was technically my first show with the band. Although strictly speaking, I'd done a club show in Dublin.
0: Yes, uh, yeah,
1: three two or three days ahead of it. But um, yeah, it was it was a good time for sure. You know, I can't believe it's been 22 years.
0: Yeah, you know, I remember it being broadcast on television. I was how old was I at that point in time? 92. I guess I was uh, I was 15 years old at that point in time and. I'm excited that Def Leppard's getting back out there. Excited that you were in the band. You know, obviously I knew of you from Dio and and White Snake. And st- the other thing I remember about that show, not uh, the fact that there was like a hundred thousand people there, was Joe's pants. Those British flag denim pants that he had on. That I was like, what is he wearing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's not a lot you can combine those with. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I tried to get them to wear my Irish flag T-shirt at the same time, but that was
0: just a hot mess. Nice man, nice. Well, so obviously this this tour with Kiss, you're co-headlining, but obviously limited time on stage, so you're going to get a lot of the hits. But let's talk a little bit about the first record you did with Leopard as far as you know, first full studio record, which was Slang, which is a departure, and then the re-release came out this year. I love it. I love the record. I love the outtakes and everything. But I know in the past you've been a little bit critical with that, that it wasn't more of a, a, a typical Def Leppard record. At the time
1: Well I mean We were between A rock and a hard place uh, In the mid 90s I mean You know It was was hard to do anything Whatever we Were going to do We knew it wasn't Going to please All of the people And you know Opinion was polarized On the direction we took I I like slang Very very much Sonically I think it's one of our Better sounding records ever I just think the way That we recorded it Was very organic Mm -hmm. And it sounds great I do think that we Kind of Sold ourselves A little bit short In terms of The Def Leppard hooks and the song quality, I mean, we, but we did that deliberately, you know, it, it was a very conscious decision not to make the songs too melodic, because it was the mid-90s and the height of the grunge era, and bands, you know, like Nirvana and the Pilots and uh, Soundgarden and whatnot, you know, we're, we're all, they weren't singing about Pour Some or Let's Get Rock, you know, they were singing about very heavy subjects, and, you know, it wasn't a very... It wasn't a great time for entertainment <laughs> as such, you know, and, and Def Leppard's always been a kind of an entertaining band. We've always kind of fused a lot of different styles. You know, obviously the, the, the basis of the band came out of hard rock, but then, you know, we were also very influenced by Queen and, and glam rock, you know, Bowie and Mark Bolan and stuff like that. So, you know, there was, there was a real pop element to what Def Leppard was about and a real melodic element plus a real production element. and. Uh, Almost all of that went out the window was fine, but I mean, I, I completely understand the band's thinking in doing that, but it was a matter of degrees, and I thought we, we personally, I thought we went a few degrees too many mm-hmm. to the left, you know, and, and we, we kind of sacrificed some of the, the, the robustness of, of choruses and stuff that, that this band is known for, but like I said, it was it was a hard time, it was a lose-lose situation for us, and which is, is kind of why we decided to re-release the record now because we really don't feel that it it got a a fair shake in 1996 when it came out. You know, like I said, it was my first studio album with the band, and uh, ironically enough, my first, Songwriting contribution to a song called "Work It Out," which got which got chosen as the first single here in America. Yeah. and I, I just remembered someone from our management company calling me, giving me the bad news that it had tested so well on on modern rock radio stations, but they refused to play it because it was Def Leppard. You know, <laughs> if it had been called, if they could back announce and say that's new from blah blah blah, they would have played it, but they wouldn't play it because it was Def Leppard. You know, and it was it really was just a a difficult difficult time for the band.
0: I can I can I can uh, relate because I was in high school and then just out of high school and college. I was still wa- walking around with the Def Leppard shirts while everybody's Nirvana, Pearl Jam and stuff. And uh, I used to get made fun of, but I, I, I stuck with you guys. I, they I do well, you. thanks.
1: You know, and it all kind of came around. You know, I, I think, you know, every band kind of has its time and, and it's, you know, every generation that comes along wants to do something radically different from the generation that, that just preceded them. So it, it's, you know, it's perfectly natural and it continually happens. But I think if you kind of stay true to what it is you do and and maintain some kind of integrity to your work, I mean, I think – um, eventually it comes around. And so many other bands from our generation, from the 80s, actually split up in the 1990s. They they found it such hard going that they, they quit, and many of them have since reformed. But, you know, the, the one thing about Leopard was we always just stuck it out. You know, we kept going, and, and we've been rewarded by that uh, through the fact in the last two decades we've seen more and more young people become Def Leopard fans. I mean, our audience now is, is quite diverse, you know, and... Mm-hmm. It's really, really nice to see.
0: Speaking of, we're talking music, uh, new music. I, I know you guys were recording over at Joe's house, right? So we, we started in February. We were there for the
1: month, and uh, we got a bunch of stuff going like like r- right out of the gate. We actually got more of the rock element covered right away, because that was one thing we all kind of agreed on, that if we are going to make a new studio album, we have to have <clears throat> a certain quota of rock songs, and they were actually the easiest to, to come about. We actually set up and played real time, the five of us, instead of doing it bit by bit, which is kind of the normal way that Leopard create songs. And that was nice because we actually hadn't done that since Flang. That was refreshing and it, it certainly does capture the energy when you want. It. And then we, we kind of, it gets more difficult because then we start conceptualizing about, well, now what kind of a song do we need? And then it's sort of like writing to order. Yeah. And that that can be frustrating for me because it, it, that's a very, very left thing that, that goes back to the band working with Mutt Lang. Back in the early '80s, and, and I, I totally get it. When mud's involved, it makes the whole process a lot more, <laughs> a lot more palatable. I gotta say. Uh, anyway, uh, round two is in May, back in Dublin. Unfortunately, I won't be able to attend because I have some medical issues I need to take care of before the tour. But then round three will be. Uh, Probably in November. Uh, hopefully, get the record finished up, and we're looking for a spring 2015 release. Nice. Big, big tour to follow. Hopefully,
0: I unfortunately didn't make it out to uh, Vegas for the uh, Viva Hysteria, which now I have on DVD, and I just kick myself as far as like, especially the opening, uh, you know, hour with all the deeper cuts and stuff. Phil teased uh, not too long ago about the possibility of another one, maybe possibly doing Power Mania. Any truth to that? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of truth to that
1: we we had such a great time in Vegas that that was. So easy for us to do and it was so relaxing being in the one place instead of having to get on a bus or a plane and travel to the next city so we enjoyed it so much that people at the hard rock the promoters there had a, had a great time they enjoyed having us it was a win-win all around and they they give us an open invitation to come back so you know we could go back and do Viva Hysteria again but we've you know we've very fortunate that there's more than one great album. So, yeah. yeah, there's a good chance when we go back, it'll be Power Mania. It, it won't be this year because of our touring with Kiss and our commitments to finish up a new record. But I could see that happening um uh, about this time next year, if not
0: before. All right. Well, I'm going to save my money up. I'm not missing that one. <laughs> yeah, will be good. Power Mania to this day, 31 years later, still my favorite record of all time. So one quick uh, question, and I'll let you go, because I know you got to go uh, record some music. Uh, any new music you're listening to? Any bands uh, you want to throw out there that are turning you on right now? Uh,
1: I'm, I'm the worst. I hate when people ask me this question, <laughs> because I, I do live under a rock. I, I know that there's a lot of great music out there, it's just that, that, as you know yourself, the, the industry and the landscape has changed so much, you know, yeah. um, that it's, I, at my age in life, you know, having having children and just like a full-time schedule, I do not have the time or the energy to hunt out great new music, and every now and again, I come across something, you know, usually by accident. Um, And and I've always felt pretty bad about this because it's not just indicative of 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 now and my being fifty one years of age, but like even when I was twenty one years of age, I never actually listened to an awful lot of music, you know, and I feel kind of weird about that because other people I know, like Joe Elliott is constantly playing music all day, every day. Joe's listening to music in the car, in his house, whatever he's doing. Whereas I tend to be the opposite, you know. I kind of live a lot in my own head and and I enjoy playing music and I certainly do enjoy listening to it, but I also enjoy silence, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I just enjoy playing music. I just enjoy picking up my guitar and and making some of my own noise, you know. But I'm in no way dissing new music. I know there's a lot of great, great new artists out there. You know, it's just, it's, it's not the same as it used to be, it's, it's getting harder and harder to find
0: them. All right, no problem. We'll strike that one from the record. <laughs> <laughs> Fair All right, Vivian, I- I'm looking forward August second, Boardwalk Call here in Atlantic City. Def Leppard and Kiss. It's going to be uh, going to be an amazing show. And Boardwalk Call is a really cool venue. It's a very old uh, type arena venue. So she had some good times there. Thank you for taking some time talking to me. I always like to say this because uh, your last name is Campbell. My last name technically is Campbell as well. I just chopped it off for radio purposes, so i always like, oh, yeah, we're related. There you go. <laughs> and my middle name is Patrick, so must we must be. There's got to be some type of connection, man. Thank you so much, man. We'll see you here in August. Cheers, Sean. Thank Take you. Care. Bye-bye.